Hello everyone, you're listening to The Legends of Laia, a tabletop actual play campaign set in the fractured world of Laia. Brought to you by Infinity Rick, where we're telling stories our own way. Legends of Laia comes out every single Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts, and we would greatly appreciate it if you supported the show on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash infinity break. Before we get started, let's go ahead and reintroduce our characters. Folks, my name is Ben Hamlin. I am a rogue of indiscernible archetype. I keep saying that. I do know what archetype I am. I just don't want to tell anybody else. It's funnier to keep the joke. Are you not a swashbuckler? I am a swashbuckler. No. No. I mean, I'm indiscernible. No, you're not. Look at your D&D character sheet. You're not I figured that's, I thought that's why we were doing the indiscernible archetype joke, because you thought you were a swashbuckler, but your character sheet says something different. I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> uh, okay, so the joke stands then. Uh, folks, once again, we are not joined by Andrew Akel, who is on vacation, lucky bastard. Uh, which means, oh. I just, I wish he was here. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure, sure. As do I. Andrew on this podcast, so he's going to hear us booing him. I miss you, Booing Andrew. his vacation, even, yeah. which I feel like yeah. is worse. Like, boo me, I'm horrible. But don't boo <laughs> my vacation. <laughs> All right, everyone, a-, a moment of booing for Johnny. Boo! I would never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew's on vacation, so uh, a- uh, Andrew's new character will be joining us soon, but not today. Uh, that being said, I think there's somebody else on this show who might want to say their name. Oh, oh, me? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I didn't want to, I didn't want to say your name for you. Oh, that's, you know, that's, uh, hold on. Ben, do you know my name? Tell me my name right now. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. Uh-huh. Marty? Uh, not <laughs> quite. I'll help you out. My name is Maddie oh. Trumbo-Gobes. I play Paladin Captain Petros, our half-orc cleric paladin. My name's Johnny Ronaldo. Uh, I play Finley Murphy, who is a chef of very discernible archetype, and that archetype is Battlemaster. Uh, last but incredibly not least, your Dungeon Master for Legends of Laia, Nick Boyloon. Uh, Nick, take it away. I actually, that actually came up in my Facebook memories the other day, where mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you probably saw it, because I tagged you in it. Of me oh, I'm not on Facebook, but that's wrong. nice. When you get my name wrong on the podcast, and you're like, oh, and here's my co-host, Nick <clears throat> Boiling. <laughs> uh, I'm not on Facebook. I don't know what you're talking about, but thank you. Butchering uh, butchering my last name at every opportunity. That's Out right. Um, all right. So last time on Legends of Leia, you started on your journey up the mountain. Um, you saw, many of you saw snow for the first time. Um, and although there was a little bit of a, a mishap that happened with the second cart, uh, you did manage to get up into the, um, upper part of the mountains where the snow is now permanent on the ground and you have wandered into what appears to be a populated area, although you don't see anyone yet. All you can do, all you do is hear voices inside the mountains on either side of you. Okay, I figure, I figure maybe we should just keep going, right? Like, I'm, I'm sure we'll run into them eventually, but for now, like... 
we just kind of I don't, I don't know i'm i'm worried about running into the risk of like running into this people and they're trying to beat our ass like i'm like maybe we should just <laughs> maybe we should just go but they may also have information about the guy we're trying to find so i don't know, I don't know. Uh, as you do continue to go through though um a small figure darts out in front of the cart before noticing you guys and darting away it is a small dwarven girl oh uh, he- Hugo pulls up on the reins of his invisible non-existent horse. Yeah, same. <laughs> it seems she is very surprised to see you, as clearly, by the look on her face, not many people come by this way. Yeah, well, to be uh, fair, we're surprised to see her, so... Yeah, she... Uh, then She then darts away into a small hole in the mountainside. Okay. This hole is my hole. It's just built just it was made for me. <laughs> Uh, Hugo, uh, Hugo lets out a one Nelly and, uh, pats the, uh, back of the invisible horse in front of him. <laughs> all right, Just now, pass Petrus, the car. I don't think that we should adopt anyone else, but we should stop to see if they're all right. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Both, both of those. You say that like I would just start adopting children from their parents. That's not, uh, Finley, like, while you're talking to Finley, she's, like, smiling and nodding, but her eyes are looking at the small child in the other cart. They don't have parents anymore, and also, okay, listen. I didn't say anything, and Mm. she's still, like, smiling and nodding with her eyes looking at the child. (laughs) The little child is definitely still, like, burritoed in the the pelts with, like, the little cup of hot chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. They're having a time of their life. Like, this is rad. Yeah. This is rad. <laughs> Finley. In a one horse, in a no horse open sleigh. I mean, I'm the one who supplied the fucking furs and the fucking hot chocolate. That is so, true. Yeah, I am making it rad as shit. You're yeah, welcome. that's true. Mom. No, Mama you're right. You are, you are doing great. Finley, me. <laughs> you're right. Sorry, that was kind of rude. That was, that was, that was unnecessary. Feeling uh, kind of sensitive today. Anyway, so <laughs> it's the snow. It's the snow. It's the seasonal. Yeah, sorry. The this the snow showed up, and I'm just it's throwing. I don't know. I'm feeling. I'm feeling very emotional. Right. Petros, yeah. take a deep breath in. Okay. <laughs> and while you hold it in, I want you to picture this is all the ocean. It's just frozen. <laughs> and now breathe out. <laughs> okay, that does make me feel better. Melora is all around us. Okay. And and you smell that nice moist air. Mm. It's because it's fucking water. Because it's fucking water. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's water. You guys are fucking water? (laughs) Oh, that's. Petrus is like, well, I mean, I know a few people. (laughs) Petrus is like, oh, that's just like, oh, is that. Hmm, I'm learning things about other cultures today. Uh, No, no, that's not canon. Um, Okay, yeah, I agree. Can we. How. This this hole you've described, um, how little? Okay, it, it is, uh, <laughs> as you're, like, as you turn to look at it, you're, you now see that it's, like, it's, like, three feet tall. Oh, I'm not and fucking fitting in there. one. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's no way that Petros is gonna be able to get in there. Yeah, it's certainly this one's um, all you. <laughs> You do see that her she pokes her head out again and comes out. Only this time she is uh, accompanied by an uh, adult male dwarf. Um, his skin is is white, pale, with kind of a tinge of gray to it. Um, 
and his hair is white and you kind of get the feeling that if he was standing there before you wouldn't have been able to notice him he kind of blends in with the stone and the snow classic dwarf nonsense uh he, he does see you, though, and uh, approaches you. The, the girl is kind of, like, tugging on his arm and, like, pulling him towards you. Howdy. Hello. Hello. What, uh, what brings you this way? Uh, we're just, we're traveling through. We're trying to find someone. Um, we have reason to believe they went through this way, um... I actually don't know what this this guy looks like. He's a friend of our friend. And I look at Hugo like, I need you to describe this man. Oh, uh, I don't know. He could have, have you... gotten his hair... Uh, he could have gotten his hair cut since I last saw him. Okay. Would you like any hot cut chocolate? <laughs> uh, the girl is, like, looking up at Finley like, yes. Finley, like, already <laughs> has, like, two mugs outstretched. Her little hands, like, reach up to grab it. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm thinking in Star Trek terms, it's been Lee, her mug's outstretched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a mood. Oh, I see, you're, uh, you're missing someone too, are you? Are you missing somebody? Oh, wait, I forgot I had a character model for this asshole, are... so I can actually pull him up if I need to. Cool, are yeah. They, are they very short, and do they have wings? No. Okay. Uh, oh. Actually, it was an elf, but uh, mm. you see, he came through here a, a little while ago to help us with a, <sighs> with a giant problem. But uh, he had like a come... big problem or a problem with a giant. A problem with a couple of giants, joke. actually. Oh, that's a giant. So problem. that is a giant problem. <laughs> uh, Same brain. It is a giant problem, but. Uh, he hasn't come back yet, so we're well. We haven't seen any elves yet, I don't think. No. Well, which uh, which way did he go? I mean, we. I mean, we could go look and see. Maybe if we can help him. Well, the same way you're heading, just oh, okay. to the north that Great. way. You see, yeah, a, a couple of stone giants moved in here, and uh, mm. well, they're kind of making things difficult for the rest of us who live here. Mm. Uh, well, would you like a lift? Oh, or we could just lift to where? go take care of it. <laughs> well, I'll I mean, tell you what. You said you were heading in the same direction that we're heading. Oh, no, and... he was headed in the same direction no, that the... we're going. The yeah, elf the, guy. The elf who, who wanted to help us. Gotcha. Well, wouldn't finding him be the more time sensitive of the two? Yeah, but I, f I figure they're probably related, right? Is, you know, if we head that way. Yeah, yeah, so would you we like We are all in agreement. Wh oh, why, well. but why would he, if he can't, never mind. I, I don't exactly think that uh, we're the type to be fighting giants, you know. Oh, well then, yeah, don't. Yeah, cool, so, <laughs> so. I'll tell you what, though. We'll go look. If you're headed that way. Yeah. And you managed to take care of this problem for you. For us. Mm-hmm. We do have a bunch of Master Forge Masters here. Oh! Uh-huh. And, uh, I have been working on a few projects in CIA. 
we, those of us who live here tend to live here in peace. We make projects, but we don't really use them. Mm. If you go and take care of this uh, giant problem for us, maybe find the poor lad who uh, went off on his own. Probably wasn't the wisest decision, but uh, if you manage to take care of this problem for us, I, uh, I could uh, see myself uh, making a... Uh... He kind of sees, like, the weapons that y'all are carrying. He's like, could make a few uh, improvements for you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, my armor has been looking rusty. I would love an upgrade. I he, have like, the long gives, sword I've been also, using since we started playing this game. <laughs> he crosses his arms, puts his hand on his bearded chin, and looks at, looks Finley up and down. He's like, yeah, I can see it. <clears throat> looks like you've had a, a lot of wear and tear on that. <laughs> he, he says to her, covered in dirt and shit. <laughs> Yep. In the snow, which means that that's old dirt. And uh, yeah, it looks like you looks like you lot have been uh, been through the ringer. Yeah, that's a generous way to put it. Yes. Uh, Still, that must mean uh, the lot of you must be pretty strong if you've made it up this far. That is we the have other a point. We do all right. Yes. Uh, this this elf lad you sent that way. What did he? What did he look like? Can you give us kind of a just so we know what to look for? I mean, I'm sure there are not many elves that live up this way, so it'll probably be easy, but it can't hurt. Well, he was kind of bluish. Mm. Oh, I guess that's the other point. So travelers coming this we we've we've actually lost two people recently. Uh, there was a a drow um who would have been like. I, I give him a brief description of Shalva. Uh, uh, no, have you seen I, anyone in this way? Hmm. Can't say I have. Uh, okay. The elf that came by this way was... Um, he had kind of like bluish skin, white hair. Uh, I, I think he was more of a wizard folk than anything. Mm, okay. Not quite what we're... What, but no problem. We can absolutely... We'll find him. We'll find these giants. Take care of it. Um, I do... We have a child with us and i don't necessarily want to go bringing a child into a giant fight uh would would you mind keeping an eye on him while we go take care of this issue or keep sorry i keep using him would you mind keeping an eye on them while we take care of this giant issue uh yeah absolutely i definitely don't think it's a good idea to be bringing a child into a giant's lair yeah agreed uh and i i Unpack me. What a simpler time. Hey, strangers that I just met, here's a Do child. Do you want my child? That, yeah, I know, right? Do you want this baby? <laughs> There's another. Would you, like, would you like a baby? Do you want this baby? Yeah, I'll go over to. Uh, Ten to... shillings. Do you like. Okay. We're going to take care of these giants. I need you to stay with these folks for the time being, but we'll come back for you, okay? Okay. All right. I'll make you a fresh batch of hot cocoa when I get back. All right. Okay. Okay. Great. I'll I'll bundle them off to the. Sorry, we never exchanged what, names. Only if you behave. Yeah, you did. The child's name is Mika. Oh, no, you mean sorry. The dwarf. With the dwarf, yes, this is Mika. Uh, my name is Petros. These are, and I let my compatriots introduce themselves, unless they I... would like me to introduce them. Hugo Charlemagne, Augustus Robert, Anton de Fontaine, world famous author and archaeologist. And Finley Murphy at your service. Nice to meet y'all. This is uh, Shavala and, and Coria. Hey. 
Um, I'm Hirt. Uh, it's nice to meet you all. Hirt. Um, Hirt. Hirt. Okay. It's spelled H-I-R-D. Oh, okay. Hirt. Hirt. Just gonna type that into the IKEA website. See what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a chair. I think on IKEA it would be H J. Yeah, probably. H J I R D. Yeah. Here. I I R R D. Here. There's an umlaut oh, okay. in there it's somewhere. A, it's a it's a filtered uh water filter uh, water filter pitcher. That's nice. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I'm the uh, the leader and forge master of this uh, little community of mountain dwarves here. Uh, I do wish you luck. Uh, if if. If it does seem like it's um, beyond your level, just let us know. I mean, we'll have to move if that's the case. But yeah, absolutely uh, no. We I I think it should be fine. But if it seems like it's something that you should just move on, hopefully not. But but we will let you know. Please, my friend. Uh, we have been traveling for a, a great time together. We have fought dinosaurs. It feels like and two years. And I... Two and a half uh, years, approximately. <laughs> We have fought dragons and dinosaurs alike, and uh, there has so far been nothing that is uh, too much of a challenge for us. Also, a couple of giants one time. We did we did handle those giants once. We have fucked up some giants in the past. Impressive. Vampires. That Vampires. was wild. Yeah. We've had oh, a really interesting few uh... months, anyway. <laughs> It is getting a little dark, and I wouldn't want you all to uh, to travel in this. Uh, mm. We could uh, provide you a place to stay for now. You can wait out the bad weather at night and uh, head out in the morning. Oh, that's that's very generous. Um, if that is all right, then I think we would we would take you up in your offer and then head out in the morning to go handle this problem. Um, now, secondarily. You may notice that my sister and I are uh, very tall, and is there another entrance that we can come through? <laughs> yes, uh, we realized after our last visitor that uh, we needed to uh, expand our entrances a little bit. He walks up to the side of the uh, the mountain and kind of knocks on it uh, with his knuckles, and a larger entrance kind of forms in response Sick. to his touch. Um, one that you guys can definitely enter through. It looks like it was made to uh, accommodate a cart. Oh, You'll, great. You and Coria will have to bend down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but you will be able to enter. Cool. Do and bring your to... carts in too? Yep. Nice. <laughs> Hugo gestures to his vehicle. Uh, do you all validate? <laughs> <laughs> you get a little uh, parking ticket stamp. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You like you're like collecting. A, like, I put my like, debit card into the machine. <laughs> yeah, Hugo on his uh, look. I know this isn't uh, this is not how they're built, um, but Hugo, uh, yeah, he like brings down one of the uh, what, what do you call them? The like the sun visors or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he has a bunch of like paper memorabilia tucked up in there. Yeah, again on on a part of the vehicle that doesn't exist on a cart. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. I will describe this thing as a car as often as I can. (laughs) You uh, bring in the cart uh, into this larger entrance. And as you enter, you're able to see that the inside of the mountain has been um, built up and carved away. 
uh, into a small dwarven city uh, on the inside. The um, these master these forge masters have basically built their city onto the inside of the mountain, um, which is kind of why you can now understand why they don't really want to move because you can tell that this took a lot of time and effort to yeah. do. Uh, the age of this is probably within like 200 years. So they've been here for a while. Um, and so you can see that there are like, um, nooks for them to sleep in, um, kind of as the path into it slides downward, you can see at the bottom, there's, uh, an entrance to a forge, which kind of goes deep into the mountain. There's like a small cart, like a mine cart, uh, also in the entrance to him. Like there's like a, a complex system of railways that you can see moving through this part of the mountain. Um, this, these mountain dwarves have made their own city inside this mountain, essentially. Um, so here leads you to a, um, a place where you can park your carts and shows you to some of the nooks to sleep in. Corian Petros, you, it may be a little bit uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. You can fit in like if you lay sideways into two of them, two or three. <laughs> I mean, we can also them. just sleep in the carts if that's going to be true. less of a pain in the ass, right? Like I don't want them to yeah. have, like stack them together like we're a large group at a restaurant. <laughs> You could also do that. Uh, and um, so now you kind of have your own place to settle down for the night. There's also like a little Sick. fire pit, like a stone fire pit. Sick. Cool. We sit around the fire pit. I don't know. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, if it comes up again, I have the character model pulled up if I need to describe the... Uh... Individual we're pursuing. So you say you are, uh, any other info about this, uh, this friend you're looking for? No, well, if it comes up again, uh, we're, we're all talking about my boss, right? Or my former yes. mentor, right? Yes. Cool. I'm, I, I am not, I don't want to phrase it as like, we're on the hunt, we're like trying to hunt down this guy to like kill him or like whatever. Not we're going to kill him, but like. You know, I don't want it to sound like we're chasing a guy down to like get his ass. I wanna I wanna phrase it slightly more positively in case that oh, like sure. you know. Oh, I can I can handle that. Yeah. Uh yes, there are, uh, we are uh, we are trying to find an old friend of mine, and I, I do mean an older friend of mine. Um I have not seen him in a good many years, so I can only uh, approximate his appearance for you, but uh uh, let's see. Uh, uh, when I last uh, knew him, uh, uh, he he traveled with a a, a pet raven. Uh, he has a distinct kind of a, a long, uh, uh, like like down to the calves, a red jacket, uh, like big huge overcoat. Is a sword. Uh, uh, Hugo pats the side of his hip, uh, quite like mine. Um, uh, kind of a wide brim hat, a uh, uh, darker skin, a uh, uh, full beard. But uh, this is when I saw him. He he could have shaved. Oh, can boy. you say, can you hear me with shaved one more time? <laughs> he could have been shaved. 
he could he could have shoved his beard off, but uh, that is when he looked like when I knew him. Uh, uh, I think he is, he is a distinct enough looking fellow. Uh, the, the Raven, I think, is the dead giveaway here. I don't suppose you have seen any uh, a tall looking man with a rapiers uh, and weapons? Uh, no, I, I can't say I have. I would. You're kind of the first tall, rapiered man that uh, that I've seen. Ah, and yet I have no raven. So it can't be me. No, it can't. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. It is, it is quite alright. It was a shot in the dark. The dark? Every sentence you say has a line reading I don't expect, but it's always a, like the one word I could have never anticipated. <laughs> like I, I, if you give me that example. sense again I would not have expected that dark would have been the one but it just it just got me you're welcome <laughs> it's not a French accent it's something else it's an accent that's all we can confirm yeah, cool uh, okay well uh, it was a shot in the dark uh, mm-hmm. certainly I did not expect him to have uh, been here, been through here recently or anything like that. Uh, this is just a, a, a matter of concern to us. He is mm-hmm. a, he is very old and very far from home, so you understand why we are worried. Mm-hmm. Still, I, uh, I will say we've had a a lot of shadow activity around here lately. More than bell? usual. Bell? Uh, shadow activity? Is that what he said? I really don't know what else to call them. Uh, they they are aren't like solid monsters like we're used to. Hmm. Usually we'll have some beasts come up here every once in a while. They don't make it very sure. long, very far from home, but these ones are different. They are uh I really the only way that I can describe them is shadows. I guess you said that you all have fought vampires before, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They remind me kind of like that. Are it sounds like they might they're like intangible almost is that like they're yeah, like a, on another every plane time, possibly. Every time, we, every time we try to uh to attack them when they're around we can't seem to land a hit on them. They just hmm. vanish. Interesting. All right, real quick. Good to keep an eye out for. You said that you're like forge masters. Are yes. the weapons that you're trying to hit them with silver? Or magical in some way. We do make magic and silvered weapons, yeah. Alright, so those are what they're basically dodging. Yeah. Hmm. It seems well. it seems more to me like they just aren't... There. There. Yeah, I wonder if it's... I wonder if they're on another plane, like when we were... Uh... I I make a I'm I'm referencing the orc village right when we like clipped into another plane of existence or whatever. I gotcha. I wonder yeah, your, if it's your world glitched. Yeah, I wonder if it's like what we encountered in the village, but it but they're just not going over like we did. That is that is very concerning, though. Actually, if you've been, would you say you've seen an increase in the past like month, in the past couple of weeks? What is the timeline? I would say like the past month or so. Okay. Hmm. They didn't used to be here at all before, which is why we didn't really know how to deal with them. Yeah, of course. We're well. used to like 
mountain lions and like not <laughs> animals shadows yeah hmm well we'll keep an eye out we'll see i don't know i just want to warn you about them you know don't... yeah absolutely i appreciate that Obviously, you may have gathered we've seen a lot of strange things in our travels together, so this is just another one on the list, but... Just another Manic Monday. <laughs> I wish it was Sunday, because that's my fun day. Uh, hmm. Very odd. Well... <clears throat> Where did you all come from, anyway? Uh... Where? <laughs> a few places we kind of well we originally left to come find this guy and I gestured to Hugo uh, and then it all just kind of spiraled out from there we are most recently from uh, Port Nisoto <laughs> took me oh, a second I, I'm from Meringue and I just met these two like I just met this party um, like five days ago yeah, not. But they're very nice. We try. Yes, I'm originally from Port Amethyst. Wow, that's this far. Yeah. Yes, I. It is. <laughs> it's very far. Fair and lad up here in the mountains. Yes, uh, it's. I will admit, it started snowing, and uh, I was very surprised. I've never seen snow before, um, and it was very exciting, <laughs> and also well, a little alarming. I've never seen the ocean, so. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Very pretty. I highly recommend it a trip. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> An understatement, maybe. Yeah, I like it all right. <laughs> Big fan. <clears throat> He's such an idiot. He's so dumb. I love him so much. Everything <clears throat> he says. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Um... <clears throat> No, we're we're all from uh yes, we're all from kind of all over the place and we all just kind of I don't know, fell in together. How long have we been traveling? Uh it feels like it's been about two and a half years. I've already made this joke, but how long has it been like in universe? Do we know? Do I uh, do... we've canonically discussed it. I think it's only been like three months. Yeah. As it well, since then it's I feel like we've added another few it's weeks been though. Like, yeah, it's been like at least four or four and a half months now. Yeah. It's been four Has Finley only been with us for like five days? That doesn't seem right. I feel like Finley has definitely been with you longer than that. Like maybe a, closer to a week and a half. At least a week and a half. Yeah. Because we, we did that whole vampire thing, and then we've been traveling for a while. Anyway, yeah, so uh, I guess we've only been together for like four, four and a half months, but, you know, it, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> It do be a lot. Battles will mm. do that to you. Mm-hmm. Bring you closer together. And uh, where are you headed now? Well, just north. As north as, you know, until we find these this person we're looking for. We're not headed for a specific place, I guess, rather than just finding a person. Which makes it a little difficult, obviously, but, but what, it has to happen. What is the city we're going to? I'm blinking in my mind all of a sudden. Montagna. Montaigne. Uh, but uh, by way of Montaigne. Mm. Ah, the capital city, Vilnorte. That is correct. Uh, you've passed <laughs> the geography <laughs> test geography. Of, of the place you live in. <laughs> yes. Uh, Hugo, have we, you we have uh, uh, our most reliable intel is that that is where uh, my old friend is. 
whether or not that is true or how long he uh, how long he uh, has since been there uh, that is unknown to me well i think if you're if you'll be looking for anyone uh, especially um i guess a human uh that would be the place to find them so so we've heard yeah I don't. I don't know anything about El Norte, so I feel like I cannot add anything else to this. <laughs> like I don't know. We're going there. I don't. I'm super out of my depth at this point. Ah, well. What's uh, the uh, What's the El Norte unique. Christmas Carol sound like? Mm-hmm. It's the always Christmas. Outside is frightful. It's just the regular Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is bastardized. Yeah, they just sing them all the time. The well, the very, weather uh, is literally always frightful. The fire is hilly. always delightful, though. That's kind of the trade-off. Uh, very hilly, very snowy, uh, very windy and cold. Um, although, uh, from what I've heard, very beautiful out there mm-hmm. on the coast. If you're a fan of the ocean, you'll see a whole other side of it. Oh shit! Is this? Oh, this is also a port city, isn't it? Yep. Hell yeah! Petrus is like, oh, 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 hell yeah! The, the ocean. ocean. Yeah, no, I I will admit it always feels weird being landlocked for a long period, so uh I'm excited to see see new parts of the ocean. What a dork. <laughs> I love him. Uh he just loves <clears throat> the ocean so much. The man just loves the ocean. Who doesn't? Love the ocean and your wives. Mm-hmm. My wife I don't have. The ocean is my wife. The ocean is my wife? <laughs> I'm married to the ocean. The ocean is my mom. The ocean is my mom. I support him. Mm-hmm. Well, good uh, chat, Dean. I do. I do wish you uh, luck in finding this um, this person of yours. And uh, well, I will. You know, uh, I'll start working on some uh, armor and whatnot for you. So, just should you take care of that uh, giant problem. Much appreciated. Giant problem. Uh, it looks like uh, if anyone needs it, it uh, it looks like it'll get some good use with all of you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very well, much. Uh, Sorry, we're uh, weird. Uh, <laughs> and don't know how to with talk. With a bunch of dwarves, so I'm not sorry. We're weird. I like I that like attitude. I like being weird. I like that attitude. No more needs uh, just a setting on the washing machine. I almost said that that too. (laughs) What is a washing machine? (laughs) Uh, So before we hunker down for the night, uh, can you direct me to the kitchen? I assume that there's a place where, like, meals are prepped. We make everything over the fires. I don't know. Well... Where are people cooking over fires? I'd like to learn if you have any, like, dishes that are, you know, cultural landmarks that I can maybe learn. Ah, I see, a chef. Yes. Well, um, sure, if you want to come this way, we'll probably have a communal dinner or something. Uh, We have the big, the bigger fire over there, which we, uh. And the smaller cook fires down there as well. If you'd like to join, yeah, you could probably learn some things from. Uh, from Finley them if is you'd like. glowing. Oh, very interested. Well, she, this way then. She, she is. She she begins to levitate an inch off. The <laughs> <of excitement. laughs> 
Yes, she's our chef. She's very, very good. Uh, so uh, he leads you down towards the... There's like... um, In the, the dip, kind of the center area... Uh, the, so the nooks are kind of in the walls, like in the sides of the mountain, and then everything else kind of comes down, like slopes down into a, like a bottom area. And in that area, there are smaller, like cook fires, like kind of a campsite area would be, uh, just like without tents, but there are stone tables, uh, stone fire pits, and, um, the fire pits are kind of constructed in a way that it can direct instead of like letting the smoke just go out willy-nilly it kind of directs it into a certain direction so that it's not just like in everybody's face all the time um and there there are other dwarves who are cooking um the diet does seem to be largely meat-based um obviously because there's no vegetation that grows in this area uh there are it looks like like caribou um there don't tell Blinks, but there is Mountain Lion. Blinks uh, would eat a Mountain Lion. That's not probably that's not even but... a cousin. <laughs> but there's like like caribou, um, like the reindeer, uh, the various kind of like Arctic meats. Um, it's very meat based, and so you can see that there are like slabs of meat that have been that are like laying on a salt block. <clears throat> Uh, so it's being tenderized and salted. Um, um, whereas others, and then they also have a smoker. Nice. And so there's smoked meats, and then there's meat also being cooked on the fire. And uh, it, like, part of the meat it will be, like, carved off and served. Uh, Finley is just having the time of her life, like, talking with all of the different people doing all of the different stages of cooking, and each time she, like, ends a conversation with one person to go to another person, she reaches into her bag of garlic and gives them a, a thing of garlic. I love this. Uh, because they don't have vegetation, so now they're, like... They're like, oh, spice, whoa! Yeah. Uh, so she gives she gives everyone involved in the cooking process their own head of garlic. Love that. She makes very good friends, especially with all the dwarves who are like doing the meat salting and cooking and everything like that. She also uh, comes away from this with a rather large collection of cured meats. Yes! I was gonna say people must be dry aging the hell out of some stuff in here. There's a oh, lot yeah. of cured meats um, and dried meats. Uh, it's very their jerky must be sick yeah it's awesome god i want jerky now right uh it's like it's definitely like reindeer uh, yeah they probably don't have like cattle and stuff do they no they don't seem they to are like game food. hunters they're game hunters sick uh it does seem like a lot of them carry like bows and arrows with them cool um it seems more like the there isn't a large presence of shield and sword um, and you, so you can kind of get the feeling that the, the armor and sh sword and shields that they do make are like art projects. They do it out of pride for crafting rather than to use them themselves. Mm. So, oh, maybe I should see if they'll upgrade my short bow and make it viable. <laughs> they, maybe. 
Anyways, that's a they conversation do, they for all time. The dwarves, I'm hanging out with chefs, not smiths. The dwarves also do, they, I mean, they double. A lot of them are also smiths. Uh, they they do get along very well with you, Finley. Uh, and you do come away from this with, like, a lot of cured meats. Nice. Yeah, I think if they're also smiths, she'd probably, like, talk to them about smithing things since she knows a lot. You do uh, notice that, like, the, uh, like, the quality of the, like, the carving knives and everything are just absolutely top tier. Like, the oh, materials yeah. and everything. And everything around you, there's nothing here that has been imported. Like, this all came from the mountain. Um, they, they would be like, oh, yeah, you know, your armor, we could, you know, reinforce this shoulder part. And she's like, yeah. And then she's like, and they're like, your bow, we could, you know, do this. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, and your sword. And she's like, fucking no. <laughs> You don't fucking touch my sword. Okay. Like, like, oh, like very. <laughs> oh, sorry to suggest it. <laughs> this is all I have left of my husband, you fucks. <laughs> you don't have to be mean about it. No, no, she's not actually mean. I'm just. <laughs> well, we won't, we it's won't, the we won't make any, uh, we'll make any changes to the sword. No worries. <laughs> I, I, as much as I would like an improved sword, I'm making the character choice that she will not let anyone touch it ever for any reason. That's definitely, I can definitely, you know, get behind that. So yeah, you are able to have a communal dinner with, with the dwarf community and the, the dwarves are very friendly. Um, it's pretty obvious that they don't get visitors a lot of the time because they're not exactly wary of you. Like they have no reason to be. Um, I mean, it's hard to be wary of Finley. She's very cute. But even like the bigger, even like Coria and they're very curious about Coria and Petros <laughs> because they're huge. Because we're like l- literally over double their height. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they're like big burly half orc, like orc yeah. half orc respectively. Yeah. They just keep asking you to get things off of high shelves. Yes. I like the idea that like at one point, they're like sitting there awkwardly because there's Corey and Petros are just awkward, and there's like a gaggle of children hiding just outside of the like field of view. Like, oh my god. And he's like, You guys could come over. Yeah, and they're like, Can you pick us up? Sauce! The yeah. little the little dwarf girl from before, she um she definitely does come over. Like she's braver than the rest of them. Uh so she does get that ball rolling. Yeah. I just want them to be like, can you guys, like, pick us up yeah. and put us on your shoulders? Or, like, the thing where, like... like the s- arms around your biceps and you can... Yes, exactly. Them. And Corey and I just spend the time with a bunch of the kids just, like, lifting them. And they're like, holy fuck. <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Is, is Mika playing with any of them? Or is or are they just, like, I was just hanging? gonna ask what Mika was up to. Yeah. Mika, uh... Mika seems Same to way. have like velcroed themselves to the little dwarven girl. Oh, um, <sighs> probably because that was the first person that they met in yeah. this community. But also because their personalities, uh, like opposites attract, kind of thing. And yeah. Mika is very shy, but the dwarf girl is very outgoing, and they're like, "This is my new friend." Yeah, everyone, <laughs> this is my new best friend. Yeah, <laughs> look how cute, cute the ears are. I love uh, that. Children. Um, and so it's like their their protection is like, oh, this is my person now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I feel so much better about leaving them here. Not that I felt bad about it, because I was like, I inherently trust these people, but, like, they have a friend, and I'm like, Petrus is like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Thank you, Melora. You also notice that when you, when, you know, the dinner is over and you do eventually return to your cart, that Petros, your cart, which got caught earlier, mm-hmm. um, the back right wheel has been fixed and replaced. Oh, that's so nice. Oh. This just seems to be a bunch of people who are like, if we see an impro- a technological improvement, we have to fix it. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to do it. My <laughs> shitty, my shitty ass cart that's like Paladin standard issue. Yeah, they've improved it and definitely Aww. made it a little better for, like, if you can add difficult travel. To, yeah, if you can like add treads to cart wheels, like the, the they've like reinforced the wheels this. Now have snowshoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say they've reinforced like the the spokes and stuff so they're harder to break when you get jostled yeah. and st- oh, that's so. Petrus gets like a, genuinely a little teary eyed and then he's like, "I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool." <laughs> The kindness of strangers does not touch me. <laughs> I'm not emotionally vulnerable. I have problems. And then, <laughs> and then goes to bed. Eventually, though, uh, there are some uh, some dwarves that are in, like, the circle, like, after people are done eating and everything, pull out, like, a lute and um, a flute and various other kinds of instruments oh, that they've man. made from uh, Shava would have loved this and- shit stuff and they start playing and playing their instruments and singing and dancing around hell yeah after dinner revelry yeah uh nick a little bit of world building question Mm -hmm. what is the like i imagine that being dwarves not to be racist not to be dwarf racist but i imagine that they make some liquor of some kind here they do uh, yes. what are they, what, what's their mountain like? Man, Shava like? would have fucking loved this place. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um. I would want to say mead because, like, Nordic areas, but right. I don't think they have bees if they don't have plants. No, they have, I would say that they have, um, like, there's a, um, like, Kind of like Russia, like in how in Russia they have wheat mm-hmm. that will grow in hardy climates. So they have mm-hmm. vodka. Nice. I was going to guess vodka because root vegetables too. Like, yeah. I bet uh, they can like grow potatoes in stuff. the cave. Yeah, they can. Yeah, exactly. So there's definitely vodka. It's very strong nice. too. Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> the way that they've distilled it is like, they. it seems like this culture wants to do everything to the best of their possible ability. So they take that really seriously. So even their vodka is like distilled to like the point of perfection. Nice. Uh, Finley gets shit faced with her new best friends that she's ever met ever. I love that. Do the rest of you... Uh, have anything to drink sure petros does does some light i don't think he's like getting toasted because that's just not really his style among strangers but like he is like definitely drinking i i imagine he like settles either he's hanging out with the kids but if he's hanging out with the adults he's finding the most like like the most grandpa ass like (laughs) cool dad club to hang out he's like finding the oldest people there to hang out with Oh yeah, like so the older dwarves, the ones who are like kind of in their two three hundreds. Yeah. Uh, 
they are definitely the ones who are like once you get in their circle they're just gossiping oh yeah and he loves he loves it he is absolutely you, loving so the gossip that, like you hear that like oh yeah and uh and i hear that uh i hear that she is like super into him oh yeah well we know that they were going to get married since like since the day they were born they were meant for each other that, <laughs> that kind of Nick? thing oh he's having a he's having a fucking ball oh they were absolutely this... meant for each other we all knew that ah i see that this is the accent you warned us about yesterday <laughs> well go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah maybe i might Petrus is, like, like, asking... They have, like, their little tiny dwarf shot glasses of, like, of vodka because they do hardcore. They do it... They're, like, they're old, but they do it hardcore. Yeah, that's why he wants to hang out with them. Yeah, so... (laughs) Because they're cool. And so they definitely, like, they definitely let, like, the big orc dude into their circle to gossip with them. Yeah. But they also want to know, like, so... So, young fella, do you have gossip to share? Yeah, no, he absolutely shares paladin gossip with them. Oh, tell me more. Because, like, you know when you're, like, it's an out. he hangs out mostly, if he's not back in the Amethyst Kingdom, he's at that outpost. And you know, like, all those people at the outpost, like, the drama there is probably insane. Um, you don't, he went out like that? Yeah, I know. I, like, could I could not believe it. Uh, and then, like, the captain got so, or the commander, like, just just lost his shit. It was incredible. I've never seen anything like it. I would have kicked him right out. I know! That's what I told him. I was like, man, don't even think about it. But no, who listens to Petros, right? Well, I think you're very wise. Well, I have a 16 wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I try my best. I trained a lot of those guys. Like, you know, when I first came out to that outpost, I like, so like, you know, I get some respect, but on some handle, they're like, oh, that's just Petros. Like, uh, he's just, I'm like, no, it's because I'm not not an idiot. Guys, come on. Well, now when you come back, you know, you'll, you'll have more experience than all the rest of them put together. I know. And they'll they'll still probably give me shit for it. That's fine. You know, they're kids. They're sweet. Not all of them are kids, but like some of them are kids. And, you know, they're just doing their best. I remember being that age. I think we all do. No, uh, he's like he's like thirty five, and these people are in their hundreds. But he's like, oh, you know, the kids these days. <laughs> he's approaching middle aged for a half orc. I feel like Petros has re- referred to Finley as being younger than him before, and now I'm mad. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's like. He he views himself as the dad of the group, except for Finley, who he views as a co-parent. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, yeah, because she she's like forty-two, I think. Yeah, I think that we are we are of a similar. I mean, like obviously you are a little bit older, but we're of a similar age range. How old do halflings live? Like in terms of your lifespan, I think like to humans a hundred in D and D halflings are like eighty. Yeah, so you and I live on similar. Half orcs are also about eighty. So, yeah. also, I want to clarify that uh, Hugo is also Petrus's age. Yeah, but I forgot how he's old Hugo. this party was. Yeah, yes, we all we were all like, no, we're all gonna play like people. Like Coria is 30s. like without question, baby, baby, baby. Yeah, she's like nineteen or something, I mean, right? Luck yeah. was like eighteen, nineteen, yeah. something like that. Uh, no, like, Shalva was like a hundred and something. She was fairly. She's like young, young in for elf a drow. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. 
So older than the rest of us, but like in terms of her lifespan was fairly young. Yeah, maturity wise. Yeah. Petros just has the weight of Petros has like old dad. He just he just like acts like an old man. Even though he's not actually that much older than everybody else, he just feels like he is. (laughs) Except for Finley. Well, so what are you gonna do when this is all over? Oh, great. Well, you know, uh, if if I make it, uh, the plan is probably just to go home. I haven't seen my dad in a while, and, and I miss him. Oh, I bet he uh, misses you. Oh, yeah. No, he's retired now, so he's just kind of doing a lot of puttering around the house. Uh, and uh, my sister and I gestured to Coria, who is somewhere in this room. I don't know what she's up to. She's uh, definitely still over there playing with the kids. Yes, so I gestured to Coria, who is, like, throwing kids up in the air and shit. Uh, she's actually my half-sister and, uh, didn't realize that each other existed. We, we met each other on this journey, which is incredible. Uh, and so I'm hoping to take her home and introduce her to my dad and, you know, do all that. And then, you know, uh, back to work, I guess. <laughs> well, your work is important. Yeah, you know, that's what they tell me. I love it. It's important to me. And, and I, I do it in service of Melora and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, it's a job. I have some, some... It's important. Yes, it's important to me. I, I start. I didn't. That wasn't like Petrus editing himself. That was me being like, I don't know where the sense is going, and then changing it. So yeah, you know. And he kind of shrugs noncommittally. <laughs> It'll be important to your father, that's for sure. Mm hmm. No, I think he's very proud of. Uh, that's what he tells me anyway. I was. We're we're from a family. Dad is of, proud of me. <laughs> my dad is proud of me, and I know it's because he tells me, and he loves me. Um. <laughs> I was, my family is originally sailors, so I did that for quite some time, uh, and then I felt the call to go into service, and I thought that maybe he would be disappointed because he was captain of a ship, and I think he was maybe hoping that I would do that too, but no, he he was very excited, he thought it was, uh, it was very cool, and he was, you know, so I think he, he's glad that I am, uh, I'm a captain now and all that, that kind of thing, and also, you know, I'm, I'm home more often, when you sail, you're gone for months at a time, so he didn't get to see me very much, so I think he's glad that I get to be home more. And now he's on his Altira, saving the world and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, uh, I'm sure he'll, <laughs> I'm sure he won't be very surprised that I decided to take the weight of the world on my shoulders. <laughs> he'll probably give me shit for it. But, yeah. That's a lot to be proud of. I, I try. The little, the little, like, elderly dwarf woman, like, reaches up and, like, kind of pats your knee, because that's what she can reach. Yeah, he's sitting on the floor. Like, I'm sure a bunch yeah, of them are, like, like in chairs, but Petrus is like, I'm he... gonna sit on the floor. And it's still, like, a little bit above eye level. Yep. <laughs> he's, like, crouched over a little, like, he knows he's gonna yeah, have back problems He's hunched. Later. It's fine. Um, no, I think he's laying back a little bit, like, on an elbow. Like, he's, like, oh, yeah, in repose. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's so yeah, like, chill right now. Yeah. He's McFucking so chillin'. <laughs> <laughs> what's Hugo doing during all of this? Yeah, what's Hugo up to? I, you know, honestly, I'm not sure. I guess a book signing. Um, they don't. No, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Hugo's not like that kind of sociable. Um, so if Finley's learning like cooking traditions and Petros is uh, is doing all this kind of gossip and chatter and whatnot, I literally don't know what Hugo could possibly. Well, be doing. so at this point, Finley's drunk as shit, dancing with people who are also drunk as shit. Okay, well. Yeah, there's some revelry going on in here. Yeah, the cooking is over now. Okay, fair enough. I don't know if I picture Hugo as like a partying type, though. 
Uh, despite being an maybe he's just writing in his diary. Maybe he's just like yeah. Chilling. Well, I mean, despite being an irreconcilable jackass, for some reason I don't picture him <laughs> getting super drunk. Um, I picture him with like like you know they hand out the shots of the liquor and he has it at the table and takes periodic sips and is like writing in his book. He uh, takes periodic sips and then tops it off with uh, wine. With red yeah. wine. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Oh boy, who doesn't he's love a have wine? The and... Worst hangover in the morning. Who doesn't love a wine and vodka mixer? <laughs> um, yeah, no, sure, sure. Let's say he's making a diary entry. Patreon.com forward slash infinity brick. Um, and then, I, I yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's just kind of observing from afar. I feel like this he's just like he, he's be... found like a I mean, I assume are there like tables? Is there anything? He can, yeah, like yeah, a bench? yeah, absolutely. Sure, yeah. I, I'm going to say he's kind of he's kind of sitting on the sidelines a little bit. Like he's glad other people are having fun. He's uh, he's maybe a little wiped or whatever, um, or or he's not as like party hard. I uh, think Petros makes a couple of attempts to like bring him in, but if it's clear that Hugo's like, no, I'm good, he's like, all right, cool, no problem, man. Uh, Petros, a suggestion? Hmm. Uh, a suggestion, if I may. Sure. Uh, uh, you do the little um, the, the miming a lasso thing. <laughs> yeah, when he's a few drinks in, and we, we like end up talking about Hugo and Hugo's writer, and he's like, "Yeah, Hugo," and then he like turns to Hugo and does the lasso thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, sure. I mean, let's say let's say he's uh, he's eventually persuaded onto that dance floor. Oh, I'm not dancing, or, or, but or like, least, I'm sorry, into your social circle. Yeah, we, I think <laughs> I imagine we're talking about our dragon son. Is the and he's like, yeah, there was this. We went to this temple, and there was uh, there was a I there was a dragon and it was hurt and i was like oh i gotta adopt it because i guess that's my thing now uh and i compared it with hugo hugo come here <laughs> oh uh, hello hello uh, i believe i introduced myself earlier uh, hugo Fontaine, or hugo to my friends and uh, you are uh, welcome to be my friends yeah he's also a writer he writes these no. <laughs> hugo is drunk starts talking and is drunk down by isn't he charming uh I guess. Uh, <laughs> Here's my favorite Hugo book. Pounded in the butt by a mummy, by a mummy I found. I found. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were saying Petros or Maddie? Yeah, no, I, I think he, and <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, no. Uh, no, Hugo is, uh, yeah, so we co-parent the dragon. It's great. Uh, he's also a writer. Uh, he's written a bunch of books. I like, apparently he's like, tell him what the fucking books, man. <laughs> You know, oh, I think is or Petrus is tipsy now. He's like he's not a future. Talk about the fucking books, man. <laughs> yeah. He becomes very casual. Um, oh, in my short time as an adventure archaeologist, I have been to a, a many great cities around the continent and a, a many of uh, great archaeological sites. And uh, sometimes uh, shit just happens. I find a mummy. I have to hide in a barrel. I, uh, you know, I I need to save. A point has. Uh, many wonderful things happen to me. So I write them down in a series of uh, books that are bestsellers in my homeland, and I give little TED talks uh, across the land. Uh, I think they are. I think they are pretty good. My editor tells me they sell fantastically. Uh, but you know, you know, it is only it is only a sad hustle. You got to stay on that grind. Yeah, you know that oh, hustle culture. We. <laughs> Why isn't Chad? Let's get this boy. <laughs> Did somebody say bread? I can fucking. 
I can, no, but I mean Hugo did, but he wasn't talking about anyway. Brent sounds fucking late. I assume uh, that they J- must do like uh <laughs> sorry, I just I'm thinking about bread. They must do like a uh a fry bread, right? Yeah, there's fry bread and like potato bread. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Finley is They definitely have it's definitely like a carb and protein heavy. I fucking diet. love this place. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Hugo, uh, even though we weren't talking about that kind of bread, Hugo takes a uh, four-foot baguette out of his pocket and hands it over to... Uh, T- totally shit. Also, I'm going to say that like one of the chefs definitely like tries to like approximate uh, garlic bread, like garlic <gasps> fry bread. Sick. Using the head of garlic that she was given oh, by mm-hmm. family. Yeah. So Do they have garlic fry bread. Butter? No, because there's no animals. Okay. So they must use oil. I'm just thinking. Yeah, I'm just thinking my food. Cool. They use animal oil. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sick. So that's good. I'm uh, sorry. After- so so the fuck oil. They cooked this. They did the bread with rendered fat and fucking garlic. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say this sounds incredible. <laughs> just like, like definitely just like great. bacon grease and garlic. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, this is my favorite place now. I'm never going anywhere else. Yeah, Petra's like, man, fuck the ocean, I guess. I live here now. <laughs> I'm gonna get things off high shelves for these dwarves forever, even though they don't have any high shelves, because why would they build any? But, like, that's it. <laughs> they built them for the pride of it. Yeah, exactly. Look how high this shelf is. Look how is. high this shelf it's is. the highest shelf in the whole cave. We're never gonna put anything up there. But it's there. Cool. Love they it. Have, uh, the, what they have displayed on the highest shelf is the longest grabby arm. <laughs> which they quickly realized was... Which is the error. Yeah, the error of their ways. But now it's just there. They they don't have the tool to get it down. Well, now now Petrus and Corey are here. And Petrus like, do yeah. you just want me to... Do you want me to grab that? It's kind of a cultural landmark now. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I'll leave it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Just figured I'd ask. There, there's that's like the the hard political divide in this game. Like, do, we take, <laughs> do we take the the graveyard down? 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 Uh, it's uh, it's rewriting history. <laughs> my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds like the the. Uh, sorry, I, I feel like I cut you off, Ben. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Oh no, I, I I'm gonna say Hugo uh, loosens up a little bit. <laughs> no, I say and then say more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, Hugo yeah, no. loosens up a little bit more, um, has a couple more uh, Elsurian old fashions. Um, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> and just starts kind of babbling about uh, stories from his past and, and uh, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe expresses some, maybe some expresses some concern about the individual they are trying to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he starts rambling, like, like he starts getting into, I mean, he he's told y'all that, that uh, uh, Professor Zorban Malek is uh his uh mentor right yeah, right he said that yeah oh, we yeah, have not course, talked a lot about him but we've that's kind of what we've gleaned is that he was like your mentor and then he disappeared yeah didn't didn't even show up for hugo's graduation right that's what it was which is so rude uh, was like wild i'd like every time you told me that i'm just like that's so rude <laughs> anyway uh let's say he he loosens up in like a, a recent talk about 
about having to recently talk about this individual kind of uh, gets him to start kind of rambling about that. And he just kind of, he mumbles his way through it. Like, ah, I don't know. I was so compelled into uh, the College of Archaeology on the Anthropological Studies uh, that I was, you know, he, oh boy. <laughs> Uh, that I, uh, you know, I just, I mean, it was so, it was so much because of uh, the way he, he talked about the material and about uh, the passion for the past and all that. And I, I, I mean, I don't know. It is, it's not a big deal, but you know, I, I think of that. I think of my, my, oh boy. Yeah. I think of my history in regards to that. And you know, I just hope he is proud of me. Oh, he's pr- proud. So okay, I was gonna say what I didn't hear those those last few words got lost for me. He's literally like so drunk that we're like we can't understand what he's saying. Petrus not seriously. <laughs> Petrus is the only one who understands what Hugo is saying because he speaks Hugo. Hugo finally gets so drunk. Hugo finally gets so drunk that it switches over to actual French. <laughs> I was gonna say he starts switching to draconic, which, as we know, is a very like stiff American accent. And, you know, I just think about it in that sort of context, and I just hope that he's proud of me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, how have y'all disappointed your father figures? My dad's very proud of me. Yeah, my, we just finished talking about how my dad loves me and is proud of me. Well, yeehaw, I'm glad to hear that. We all speak draconic now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the dwarves do not. <laughs> um, <laughs> do not. My genuinely one of my favorite parts about playing Hugo, and I didn't notice this until we posted that latest audiogram, but that he speaks in this horrific French accent, but he still says y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all, still... y'all, y'all want to like He picked it up from somebody else. Like clearly he had to pick that up from someone else. Um I I just love I don't know. I didn't notice until we posted until Nick transcribed that. Yeah, it's very section. funny. That I still keep my stupid American speech inside. Inside the French. French accent. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, I love it. I think it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean... He's, just, he's a weird French cowboy. Yeehaw. Oh, oh I mean, weehaw. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Could that be the title of this episode? Weehaw. weehaw. I don't know if that'll come through. I don't think so either. Um, <clears throat> okay, sorry. So, backtrack. It's like, I hope you'd be proud of me. Uh, I think... There's, like, kind of this, like, long second, and Petrus just reaches over and, like, puts a hand on on your shoulder and is like, I mean, whoever he is now doesn't necessarily matter. I think the man he used to be would be very proud of the man you've become. Mm, Perhaps. He could have, uh, he could have said that. Well, that's not, that's not his, that's not on you. And though. I'm oh, proud man. of you, Hugo. What? I'm pr- I'm proud of you, man. It's been a hard Why? journey. I feel like you've really kind of, I don't know. <laughs> Why? What did, damn, man, because you're my friend. I don't know, this has been a hard journey and you've really stuck it out, even though you didn't really have to. That is true. You were only searching for me because I was a hot commodity. And, uh... Now look at look 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 at us. <laughs> yeah, four, four months, four to four and a half months later. Yeah, I mean you <laughs> fucking lost your hand. Like that shit ain't easy. Uh, Hugo uh, looks down in what is clearly a, a an intentional joke that he's doing, 
much much like my fucking sense of humor, mm-hmm. and goes, my hat. Oh, no! <laughs> I, much like me, Petra slaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing works more reliably than oh is that bad <laughs> oh why did something happen last year in 2020 I don't know I didn't hear about it uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, the old feigned ignorance punchline no, uh, always, punch always funny uh, to simulate Hugo's speech I guess I've been drinking too <laughs> uh, anyway yeah um, uh, yeah Hugo Hugo makes that obvious joke about his own hand yeah uh, he's like ah yes well you know what is an uh, what is an adventure, but uh, not a series of scars, <laughs> and my whole fucking hand, I guess. Yeah, something like that. <sighs> I mean, your hand does shoot like bullets and stuff now, which is like kind of sick. What is it? It doesn't shoot bullets. It's it's not a machine gun. No, it's a crossbow. It's a crossbow, right? Yeah, I mean, it does shoot like bolts now, which rips. Uh, Hugo whacked the top of it, and it's not loaded, but you can hear the firing mechanism go off inside. Yeah, this baby can hold so many bolts in it. How did the dwarves react to, like, Hugo's sick mechanical hand? I'm sure they're fascinated. They are, uh, especially because this is, like, this is a feat of engineering that they've never, like, the Mm material-wise is, like, adamantium. Cool. The, uh, and... It was made using magic, so yeah. they're very impressed by it. They think it's very cool that you have a mechanical arm. Mm-hmm. They, they, you kind of get the like the sense that they're like they think you're lucky for losing an arm and getting a mechanical one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's an improvement. <laughs> um, uh, but but Hugo, uh, Hugo, I mean Hugo takes the compliment like an adult, unlike I'm able to. Mm-hmm. Um. And goes, oh, thank you, thank you, my friend. I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I am, I am, I have been on many adventures, but I'm glad this one is with you. Yeah, I agree. Friends. Uh, Hugo then, oh, go ahead. Aww. No, I just said they're, they're friends. They the finally said audience. one genuine nice thing to each other. The studio audience goes, aww. Yeah. Uh, Hugo puts his uh, mechanical hand uh, kind of out near the fire and starts doing uh, shadow puppets on the walls with it. Hell yeah! Uh, it's now the scene from uh, from Star Wars Episode Six where three PO tells the story of Star Wars to the mm-hmm. Ewoks. Yeah, I imagine that um, we've been recounting our like we've been telling gossip, but I was telling Paladin gossip, and then I start we started talking about like what we've been up to. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're getting toward the end of the episode. If you want to end the episode on Hugo telling the legends of Laia. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, points at the screen. Oh, my God. That's the name of the podcast. That's the name oh. of the podcast. Oh, my God. Roll credits. <laughs> and the podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> we did it, team. We got to the end. Yay. What are we going to do next, uh. Nick? What's our next podcast? <laughs> Um, the Legends of Laia exciting story. Of, no. I don't know something gay. Are you, I oh, bad this one isn't this gay. One. <laughs> That's true. I guess you go on the mouth. Gay. Now it is. <laughs> you go. Good. You just told Petros that he likes hanging out with Petros. That's that's basically that a love confession. <laughs> no, that's, that's super. Gay. Fellas, isn't it gay to tell your male friend you like hanging out with him? It is. 
You, Unless you're uh, six you, feet apart when you say it, it's gay. Yeah, no, we're sitting next oh, to each okay, other, so it's it. gay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you tell For the me. one Petros Hugo shiver out there, this is for you. It's extra gay if you make eye contact. Yeah. Ooh. I, oh, sure. They made we can't. I'm sitting on, we're both sitting on the ground, so I'm, I'm too tall. You tell stories about the legends of Laia to end your evening, and that is where we will end this episode. The show you've just been listening to was The Legends of Laia, brought to you by Infinity Brick, where we're telling stories our own way. This show is dungeon mastered by Nick Boylan, edited by Andrew Akel, and produced by Ben Hamlin. It features the voices of Andrew Akel, Ben Hamlin, Manny Trombo Gomes, and Johnny Ronaldo. Our music is by Johnny Ronaldo, and our logo is by Andy Wilson. You can check out all of our other shows at infinitybreak.net and support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash infinitybreak where there's plenty of Legends of Leia bonus content, including chatter from recordings and insight on the story and world. You can also follow us at our Twitter account at Legends of Laia. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Ha <laughs> ha